Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the Man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and sisters, on last Sunday, I shared with you the message titled, I Have Had Enough. God's response to a depressed servant. If you weren't here last Sunday, let me give you the Cliff Note version. In that message, I told you that long before the pandemic of COVID made itself known to us, that we as a nation were experiencing a major epidemic called depression. I told you that depression is defined by the American Psychiatric Association as a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or loss. It also contributes to a loss of interest in activities that you once enjoyed. Depression can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease your ability to function at work or at home. I shared with you several types of depression. I share with you that there is something called clinical depression, which is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impact on one's daily life. I told you about melancholia. This type of depression reveals itself through physical symptoms, such as moving more slowly, uh, sadness, and not being able to do anything enjoyable. We talked about bipolar depression, which is a disorder associated with episodes of mood swings, ranging from depressive lows to manic highs. We talked about seasonal depression. Seasonal depression is felt during holidays and special days when loved ones who have died are no longer with you and when that season comes, uh, depression comes. And then we talked about psychosis. That's losing touch with reality hallucinations, delusions, and paranoia. 
I told you that there are so many other forms of depression that I did not have time to mention. But the point that I was making is that depression is real. And we must be prepared to face and deal with depression when it shows up in our lives. I shared with you that depression can be ushered into our lives through stressful events, through bereavement, through the breakdown of relationships, through loneliness, through alcohol and drug abuse, through illness, through giving birth, and also just based upon some family problems. And so we share with you in 1 Kings chapter 19, we discussed the prophet Elijah who had a stressful event that took place in his life which caused him to spiral down into a state of depression. And I shared with you this truth. Just because you are a child of God, and even though you may be possibly being used by God, that it does not immune you from having to face and deal with depression. And I told you, Elijah was God's prophet. The prophet Elijah has just experienced a mighty move of God. Remember, he called out to Mount Carmel, the nation of Israel, and 450 prophets of the God Baal for a showdown of whose God is the true and living God. The nation of Israel was being led to worship Baal by their wicked king named Ahab and his wife named Jezebel. Elijah challenges the prophets of Baal to build an altar to Baal and that he build an altar to the God of Israel, put a sacrifice on the altar, and call on the name of their gods and the God who answers by fire is the true God. Y'all know what happened. Baal's prophets cried out to Baal. He didn't show up. <laughs> Elijah cried out to God. God showed up. He answers with fire. And then the nation of Israel cries out, The Lord, he is God. And remember, Elijah tells the nation to take those 450 prophets of Baal and slay them. And then the Bible told us that Ahab went and tells Jezebel, his wife, what happened. And Jezebel sends a messenger to Elijah saying, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. And when Elijah heard the message from Jezebel, 
The Bible says that he was afraid and ran for his life. And I suggested to you on last Sunday that the impending threat made by Jezebel of Elijah's death within 24 hours was too much for Elijah to handle. And I told you that stressful situations can cause a person to take their eyes off of God and even cause temporary amnesia of what God has already done for them. Elijah took his servant, ran for his life. Elijah runs to Bathsheba and Judah and leaves his servant there while he went out further into the wilderness by himself. And I lifted to you that depression leads to isolation. Uh-huh. The Bible says Elijah finds a broom tree, sits under it, and prays that he might die. And I also told you that depression leads to irrational thinking. And in closing last week's message, I asked the question, how does God respond? to his servant Elijah's depression. And I share with you three ways in which God responded. What did he first do? He sends help. God sends an angel to where the prophet was. And I told you that God sends professional angels psychiatrists, psychologists, and doctors. But then he also sends spiritual angels, which are his pastors. Okay? So he sends him help. Secondly, God responds by feeding and nourishing him. And I told you that depression is combated. When a person gets a good meal of the word of God. He sends help, number one. Number two, he feeds and nurses him. And then God also responds by allowing Elijah to rest. And I told you that this depression oftentimes affects your ability to sleep. And that God lets him sleep in order to prepare him for what is to come. So, this morning, I want to revisit last Sunday's message and lift out of it a few more nuggets that will help us to fight depression when it shows up in our lives. Today's sermon is titled, I Have Had Enough. 
Lord, help me to renew my mind. Romans 12, 2 tells us, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. My brothers and sisters, last Sunday, we left the prophet Elijah in the wilderness, isolated and thinking irrationally. He is telling God that he has had enough and that he would be better off dead. Remember, New Providence and friends, that he has just witnessed the mighty move of God against 450 prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. Elijah has just had a supernatural mountaintop experience with God. Fred, what happened between the mountaintop and his return back to the valley? Was it solely the words of Jezebel as the queen that caused Elijah to plunge into the realms of depression? New Providence and friends, I, Nathaniel Jeffrey Wood, don't think so. I know she was the queen. I know she had some power. But Elijah knew his God had all power. So I don't think it was her words solely that caused Elijah to plunge into the realms of depression. I think that Jezebel had some help. What help, Pastor Wood, did Jezebel have? Uh, can I tell you the help she had? The devil. Turn your neighbor and say the devil. Mr. Lucas, I believe that as soon as God proved himself to be the true and living God on Mount Carmel, that the devil went immediately to work on attacking Elijah's mind. And, and, and let me say right here, 
that after you and I have had a mountaintop experience with God, we can expect an attack from the enemy of God. Mm. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that the devil, somebody say the devil, tries to attack our minds in order for us to doubt or forget what God has just done for us. Hear me, good new providence and friends. The devil wants to distort your mind. He wants to distort your thinking. If he can distort our thinking about who God is and God's good pleasure for us, then he knows that we will not trust in the Lord with all our hearts. He knows that we will lean to our own understanding and not acknowledge God in all our ways, which will result in our paths not being led by God. Lean over, if you will, tell a person sitting beside you, the devil wants to attack your mind. Why else, pastor, does the devil want to attack our minds? Let me tell you, can I do it like this today? The Bible says in John 8, 44, that Jesus says to the Pharisees, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he, the devil, when he speaks, he lies. <laughs> Lying is his native language. For he is a liar. And Jesus says he is the father of lies. The devil wants to attack our minds. Because he wants us to believe his lies rather than God's truth. 
if he can get us to believe his lies, he knows his lies will lead us down the path to depression where when we end up in depression, he will lock us up and throw the key away. Y'all hear what I'm saying to you? I'm saying the devil wants us to believe his lies and not what God's word of truth tells us. Somebody say the devil is a liar. The devil will lie to us. Can I tell you some of his lies? The devil will tell us your life is not worth living. But God's word, God's truth tells us that Jesus said that I am come. That you might have life and have it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. The devil will lie to us and tell us you are all by yourself. But God's word of truth. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The devil will lie to us and tell us that your life is falling apart. But God's word of truth Tells us that all things work together, Lord have mercy, for the good of them who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. The devil will lie to us and tell us. You can't make it through this. But God's word says, I can do, yeah, yeah, y'all know, all things through Christ who gives me strength. The devil lies and he tells us that you can't trust God. But God's word of truth says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will, somebody say he will, direct your path. 
can I, can I tell you some more? The, the, the devil lies to us and tells us you were born like this. But God's word says you must be oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Born again. The devil tells us you will always be sick. But God's word of truth tells us that he was wounded. Oh, Lord, have mercy. For our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was placed upon him this is the part right here. And with his stripes. Come on, somebody. We are healed. The devil will lie to us and tell us that we will always be broke. But I'm so glad God's word of truth says that the wealth of the wicked is laid out. Lord, have mercy for the just. The devil tells us you will never be happy. But the word of the Lord says the joy of the Lord. Come on, y'all. Is our strength. The devil tells us that you will never be anything. I'm so glad that I got the word of God, which tells me I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Lord, have mercy. Uh, say the devil lies the devil lies he'll tell you your mind will never get right but thank God that the word says we can be renewed by the word of God Somebody needs to tell somebody, stop believing the devil's lies. And while I'm here, <laughs> let me say to someone who is here watching or listening, be careful who or what you allow to feed your mind. Did you hear what I said? I said be careful who or what you allow to feed your mind. Some of us need to pick a new circle of friends. Friends. 
because the circle that we run with now are so negative. I, I, I know I'm preaching today. I, if I don't preach another sermon. Negative people. Some of and look, can I, some of us feed our minds too much with social media. Wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is grab our phones. And most of the trash that's on our phones, many of us feed our minds so much trash that we cannot tell the difference between truth and trash. Can I tell you somebody else that you got to be careful of who feeds your mind? Your family. <laughs> family members can feed your mind and load it with trash. I love my mama to death. But mama is not always right. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I, I, I love my grandmama to death, but grandma ain't always right. You know why? Because they're flesh and blood just like us. Mm, okay. Let's not keep you too long. The devil attacked Elijah's mind. And he gave in and spiraled down into a deep depression. How do you know, Pastor Wood, that it was a deep depression? Look where Elijah ends up. The Bible says that Elijah leaves the broom tree and ends up in a cave. Somebody say a cave. Now you know that caves are dark. And oftentimes caves are cold places. Elisha moves into a dark place. He moves into a cold place. And how many of you know that depression will move you into a dark place? Listen to me, listen to me. Some of us right now are treating people cold because we are depressed and in a dark place. And you know what I discovered about being in a dark place? Being in a dark place can cause you to become paranoid. 
when you talk about paranoia, I'm going to tell you, you start thinking that people are after you. Come on, somebody. Or you think that people are no good or they trying to get you all the time and you keep turning and twisting, looking over your shoulder because you're in a state of paranoia. I'm telling you the problem. It's a bad thing to be in a dark place. It's a bad thing to be in a cave. But, somebody say, but. I stopped by New Providence to tell somebody who is watching or listening that it is time for you to come out of your cave. It is time for you to come out of your darkness. Today, 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 I've got some good news for you. What is that good news, Pastor Wood? The good news is, check this out, that God sees you. Oh, come on. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't respond like I thought you were going to respond. God sees you. He knows you. He knows where you are. He sees where you are. And he wants you to know today that you don't have to remain in the condition that you are in. I told you on last Sunday that God has professional and spiritual angels available to help you out of your darkness. All you need to do is recognize that you need your mind renewed. Anybody in here need a mind renewal? If you need your mind renewed, I dare you just to holler out, help! Let me tell you, God shows up at the cave. Look, he didn't send an angel, but he showed up himself. And I'm so glad that God will take the time to show up in person. And check out, Lord have mercy. Check out 
what God asked Elijah. He said, Elijah, what are you doing here? Elijah, what are you doing here? If God wanted to have some dialogue with him, he would have said to Elijah, you have just witnessed my power. Elijah, you have seen the supernatural. And Elijah, you know that there is nothing too hard for me to accomplish. So I ask you again, what are you doing here? And God on this Sunday morning is saying to some of us, what are we doing? Lingering in our dark places. What are we doing? Lingering in our caves of depression. Some of us may answer the question like Elijah did. Y'all know how Elijah answered. He said, wait a minute, God. I've been very zealous for you. And your own people have rejected your covenant. Your own people have torn down your altars. Your own people have put your prophets to death. And God, I am the only one left that is doing your will. New Providence, the devil wants you to think that you are the only one going through tough times. But I told you that the devil is a liar. And I'm here to reaffirm that no matter how dark it is we are, no matter how cold it is we are, that God is with you. And he has the power to drag you out of your cave. He has the power to take the coldness out of your life. He's got the power to renew your mind. Can I preach just a couple minutes? They that wait 
on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. What are you saying, Pastor? Wait, 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 wait on the Lord and he shall renew. He will renew your strength and renew your mind. That's why we encourage you to read your Bible as much as you can. If you get the Word of God in you, the Word of God will help you. Anybody in here know that the Word will help them? When tough times show up in your life. And tough times will come. You read that word. You read that word. You read that word. <laughs> and the word of God will help renew your mind. And then let me just say this. Keep on coming to church. Tell your neighbor, keep coming to church. Look, when you're facing depression and the tough times, that's not the time for you to go into isolation. Ain't time for you to stay home. It's your time to press your way to the church house. You know what? It, it, it amazes me that people come up to me after service and say, Pastor Wood, how did you know? How did you know what was going on in my house? Or how did you know what I was dealing with? I didn't know. But God knows. And he uses me. I, I, he uses me. If you don't think God uses me, then you need to go join another church. God uses me to communicate to his people. And though I may not personally know, God knows and he can speak through me. And give a word to you for your life. And isn't it wonderful how the word that is given is good enough for everybody. You may get one thing out of it, you may get another out of it, but the word is relevant all by itself. Lord, help me to renew my mind. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. 
We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.